In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Darkness has descended upon the city, and the creatures of the night have begun to stir. This is the time when the veil between the realms of the living and the dead is the thinnest, and all that is is not what it appears to be. Like a lone sentinel, one candle flickers in the night, revealing all that lurks in the darkness. This is Ghost Chronicles, Book of Shadows. Welcome to the Nightmare. Well, good evening from the dark depths of my basement. I do have a light on down here. Oh, you do? Yeah, I do. I'm oh. sitting in the dark. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, listen to see my wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, listen to the Ghost Chronicles Next Generation right here on Tojinet Pararex Ghost Channel and Beyond. Hello. So, there you go. Cool. So, uh, be- Pararex yes. working this evening? I don't know. I'm trying to find that out now. <laughs> I hope so. I have no clue. Oh, no. no so what's see. up with you? You, you going to the gym, huh? Going to be a gym? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't know what's – I mean, I had like 25 well, last time I saw likes or something. Like, why is everybody liking me to go to the gym? What the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> Was I that badly <laughs> out of shape? Gee, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe they just they want you to stay healthy and and stay around. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, maybe. Maybe they want you to have a heart attack on the treadmill. I mean, what can I say? I don't. Yeah, know. I could probably more like it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say yay hi to Michelle out there from yes Tennessee. Yeah. So, hello, yep. Michelle. I haven't seen her in a while. Yep. We'll have- and. Um, also, you want to talk about uh, this Saturday? Yes. Yes. I'm going to be up in uh, Bellingham. Wherever the hell that is. Bellingham. <laughs> I'm not we'll sure. Be with, we'll be with uh, Jeff Belanger. Jeff Belanger. Yes. Spooky right. South Coast. Spooky South Coast, right? Yeah. Going to be so. doing a little partying. Bringing a few toys for the Toys for Tots. That's right. It's uh, you can, it's a paranormal party. You you can come free. All you have to do is bring an unwrapped gift or Toys for Tots. So that's right. That's uh, right. It's on our website or on a, excuse me on our, fa- our Facebook page. We don't have a website. Uh, well, Ron does, but we don't. Uh, Thirty odd minutes odd fest. 
just uh, go to our Ghost Chronicles Next Generation Facebook page and scroll down. You'll see the link, and you can click on it and find out all the information. There you go. And come party with us. That's Uh-oh. New Englandish for party. Looks like Pararex is not up, so there no. we go. poop. <laughs> so do we have Mala? She's in the chat room. Mala, you there? No, very good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she'll she'll appear eventually. Anyways, um, Nathan says uh, it is the 21 only. Uh, You have to be 21 and above. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, Because it is a bar. And uh, that's what's happening with that. But I also have uh, good news as well. Uh Uh-oh. yeah. Good news? You have good news? Yeah, I, was, I just got a message from Pararex. Uh, we had to grab the server because we're not playing over there. Uh, anyways. Oh, my goodness. I think we need a third <sighs> person just to monitor the Pararex chat room. Then we're not What's distracted. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I'm doing stacks. I'm doing this and that and that and this. So, I mean, it gets pretty, pretty annoying. So, anyway. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, just managing this little chat room and drinking my wine. Sucking your wine down in the That's right. But anyways, yeah, I do have some good news. Uh, Yes, well, tell us. We're all on the end of our seat. Yes, next October, October on 2013, will be the next uh, Spirit Quest. So there you go. Ooh, nice. Bigger and better. Is it going to be at the same place? Yes, it is. It'll be the same place. New people, new new guests, new uh, uh, presenters, new events, all kinds of cool stuff going on. So maybe I'm excited. Details Excellent. will be be uh, probably beginning of January. I mean, the end of January, we'll have the uh, tickets on sale, I believe, at that time. It was okay. so funny because someone bought a ticket for just about a month ago for last year's. <laughs> You're kidding. No. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> A weekend pass, too. I had to refund the money. So you have like, to, oh, well, oh. I was going to say, you couldn't just transfer it a year forward. <laughs> no. Okay, John, so, you're in chat. I see you in chat. Just hear that, all right? You've got a whole year now to plan yeah, to attend go. the next Spirit Quest. There he said, he said, he said, oh, let me work my schedule. <laughs> there you go. Work your magic, John. Work, work your, your schedule magic. around it, John, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm still trying to track down uh, anybody here, and it'll listen to me, and it looks like nobody wants to listen to me. So. Nobody wants to. Well, that's nothing new. From the station, so I don't have no <laughs> And And if you haven't, if you don't know, we do have the new uh, Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition, which uh, is every other Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on uh, WCCM. Uh, so there you go with that. Excellent. Excellent. Yep. See if you can see me in the morning, whatever. So I don't know if I want to see you in the morning. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. But anyway, uh, and I also am now a member of the Ghost Club. The Ghost Club? Yeah. What's the Ghost Club? The Ghost Club is uh, the London Ghost Club. It's 150 <gasps> years old. That's right. And, yeah, I am so they, excited about it. So They just celebrated their uh, their anniversary, right? Yeah, SBR uh, did their 130th, and they have done their 150th. So How that, does one become a member of the Ghost Club? Do you need to be invited? No, you have to just give them money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. 
It's kind of like getting a key to the Playboy Mansion, right? You yeah, well, enough, that, and they let you in. That, that being said, uh, <laughs> that being said, they they do. Uh, you have to fill out an application, actually. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's a, it's a little bit more involved than that. Oh, they're they're a little bit more sure discriminating, they, eh? Yeah, I'm sure they'll take your money, anyways. <laughs> I am sure. Uh huh. So did you get your toy? Did you get your toy to bring this weekend yet? My what? A toy. You have to bring a toy. Oh no, no, children. No, no, no. A children's toy. Uh huh. I wish we had Mala here. I don't know what's go up. Oh, okay, Power Marks is on, but we need Mala, Rihanna. So uh, you want to go get Mala on Skype, please? Okay. And anyways, we have a new Christmas show, and we're going to have uh, my favorite West Coast witch. If hopefully if we can get her on the line. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah. She she is the uh, the host of uh, Stir in the Cauldron, and I've known Mala for many years, and mm-hmm. uh, we've never physically met, but uh, we have. Oh, Mala, you with us now? Uh huh. Hey, hey, Marla. Hello. <laughs> Rough start to the show, young lady. Rough start. I, must, I blame you because of all that witchy magic. You always you blame the witch. That's right. <laughs> right. <clears throat> I'm used cursed to it. Me. Right. You, must, you must have pissed someone off and they cursed you and it just went off on me. No doubt. No right. Doubt. I'll take the blame. <laughs> so, Mala, dear, how have you been? I saw you in the Christmas tree, so that's that's very good. I, uh, you know, I I'm really excited to uh, see you haunting Christmas trees now. Oh uh, yeah, well, you know, you get work where you can take it, right? <laughs> what and what's the Christmas tree? Explain. You saw her in the Christmas tree. <laughs> well, we, we we won't we won't go into that. Uh, we'll just leave it to your imagination. Oh, that sounds good. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Right, Mala? Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, so, I know what a Christmas tree is, but obviously well, you're alluding good, to you something know, else. You might know what a Christmas tree is, but do you know where the origin of the Christmas tree comes from? <clears throat> no, I don't. Really? But Mala does. Mala knows a lot of stuff. Mala has actually produced these really neat CDs. Um, well, why don't you tell us a little bit about them? Well, I'm doing like witchy kind of holiday CDs and and some other stuff too, some things like Gettysburg and and other places. Um, But I have a new one out for Yule, which is what we pagan folk consider Christmas um, because it was always Yule before it was Christmas because it was Yule before there was Christ. Uh, (laughs) But... um, I put together, it's about an hour-long CD with, with lots of Yule music, with pagan Christmas music, and the story of Yule, the traditions, um, the similarities between Chris, Christmas and Yule. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's not like going to school, you know? It's not pedantic, and I'm not going to, you know, give anything. And there's music and stuff, too, right? Huh? There's music and stuff, too, right? Lots of good music. I love the music, yes. Um God, I hope it's better than our traditional Christmas music, which I can't stand. I absolutely love Christmas music. Oh, God, I hate it. I have a huge collection of Christmas albums. And my wife, when I married her, one of the stipulations in our marriage vows was I could never play Christmas music before Thanksgiving, <laughs> which I, for 40 years I have kept. So there you go. But anyways, Mahler, I believe we actually have a, an excerpt from one of your, what is this, a little promo piece that we uh, have? 
itty bitty kind of a little bit of music and a little bit of an intro to what the CD is all about. So let's let's see if we can play that now. Once again, the holiday season is upon us, and it's time to celebrate. But what exactly are we celebrating? In modern times, we call this time of year the Yuletide season. And going back thousands of years before Christianity, it was indeed Yule that everybody was celebrating. And in truth, there are many similarities between Yule and Christmas. Yule is the pagan celebration of the winter solstice, usually around the 21st and 22nd of December. Christmas is a Christian-based and sometimes secular holiday which is based on the birth of Christ on December 25th. Christmas takes on many of its traditions, like wassail, trees, wreaths, gifts, colors, and more, from the Yule celebration itself. Yule celebrates the birth of the Sun God. Christmas celebrates the birth of the Son of God. But so music, yes. is it, that's kind of what the, the uh, CD is about, right? That is, yeah. And, you know, we talk about the different traditions and things that, that still happen in, in Europe, particularly over in England, um, like wassailing and things that some of us don't do. Maybe in New England, you guys are a little bit more, um, what's the word? Sexy? Histor- <laughs> Historically <laughs> that's it. Applied. That's the word, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know, you, you might do a little more than like some people maybe, you know, Hawaiian Christmas is way different than <laughs> um, New England Christmas sort of thing because it's, you know, it's everybody's traditions as they grow up. But yeah, I mean, it just talks about so many different things um, and and people really think that, oh, Yule is pagan and pagan is bad and and all that, and it isn't. I mean, you know, I mean, we all kind of share the same feelings at this time of year. Right. Um, most of the pagan Sabbaths... Well, you should on, feel the same kind of feelings. Well, yeah, you should. <laughs> most of the pagan Sabbaths have to do with the seasons and harvest and everything. This is what, you know, we all started out. That was what was important way back when, when we right. had to, to harvest our own food and stuff. <clears throat> and it's the Wheel of the Year, and... It's also December 21st, the solstice, longest day of the year. I mean, shortest day of the year, and then the sun, the light will come back. You know, it gets longer every day, every time. And this is all like old natural folk stuff. It's not, it's not secular. It's not religious in that sense. You know, it's just the way people used to live before we all got modern and didn't care that we have daylight savings time or didn't or why or what. You know, I mean... Then saving daylight meant more time for the crops to grow. That meant life. You know, mm-hmm. now it means okay. Well, the advertisers get to turn on their signs a little bit earlier. Than <laughs> right. So yeah, but but you know, the holiday season, the Yuletide season, which is used by pagans, which is used by Christians, which is used by everybody now, it is the Yuletide season. Mm-hmm. And you know, so we talk. I talk a little bit about the Yule log and and. Um, 
that, Christmas trees, all kinds of stuff. So it, it's it's fun. It's interesting. And, and the music makes you smile. Well, it makes me smile. Right. Okay. The German German Christians were the first to create the Christmas tree as we know it. Uh, yes. Back in the, the day. But... Um, <laughs> Back yes, in the I, day, that sounds yeah. like when you were just a lad, right? When I was just a young lad. Was just a toddler. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, you and I talked a little bit about uh, this after the phone, too, is is that I have pagan friends as well. And mm-hmm. and just like in every uh, group, there are more people that seem to be more militant. And they're like, you know, you know you're not – Christian's really a pagan holiday. Yeah, it's really not a Christian holiday. It's like they try to uh, – you know, crap on your parade, and and that irritates me just as much as uh, the other way around. Uh, you know, these are our holidays, and this is what we celebrate. And you know, live and let live. Mm-hmm. And and the, the true meaning is of any holiday is, you know, for joyousness and and uh, uh, solidness, whatever. So yeah. Tough spot. <laughs> nice to hear, Ron. Mm. Yeah, there we go. Back we go. Okay. Sorry. You went away for a little bit, but then you came back. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> People are trying to get rid of me for a long time. Yeah, I know, right? Right? We'll get rid of you yet. You'll go to the gym. We'll get rid of you. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. The treadmill, yes. We love you, Ron. Come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, you know, that's so. Next time I'll be a lean, mean, fighting Van Helsing machine. <laughs> you already are in that respect. There, there you go. There you go. There you go. So, Marla, we have announced that uh, October will, next year will be Spirit Quest 2013, and I think you should come to it. I really think I should too. I'm going to have to really start seriously seeing if that's possible because. Come to West, the East Coast. Oh. We love you out here. Oh, my God. Can you just imagine me on the East Coast, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually, um, I, Russ, that I work with, asked me tonight because I said we're going to have Marla Brooks on the show, and she's a, a, a witch from the West Coast. And he said, mm-hmm. are there bi-coastal witches? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said, instead define brooms, bi-coastal. <laughs> instead of brooms, they ride surfboards. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But our brooms do take us from coast to coast should we need to go, too. Yes. Yeah. Right. We have oh, well. we we've now got GPS things installed <laughs> on the broomstick, so we're good. <laughs> well, if you come out to Spirit Quest, you will indeed be a bicoastal witch. So there you go. Yes, I will. I can add that to my title. Mm-hmm. I always knew she was bi, anyways. <laughs> oh, what? What? And by the way, yeah, uh, we have a link from Brooks dot com. On our Facebook page, if anybody would care to visit it, and you can find all all about Marla. That's right. And not only that, uh, you can purchase the uh, cool CD. So, I mean, how long is the CD? And, and uh, you know, you have other CDs, like you said, Gettysburg on there, and I know you do a bunch of other ones too, which is kind of cool because, you know, we do a lot of traveling now. And, and say not only that, but we do a lot of uh, uh, just – you know, getting away a little bit where we're tied up and uh, we need something to keep our mind amused. And I think your voice would do that for me. It would amuse you? Okay. I like that. Yeah. Uh, no. So, I mean, we what I've been doing is like um, the Gettysburg CD that's up there is about the Battle of Gettysburg and this one particular location um, where the battle was fought. Um, 
and really good music on that one. Oh my God! I mean, I'm, really? I'm digging for for Rebel and Yankee music and all kinds. It was good. I, I mean, I, I love music and to be able to kind of fit the music in with what I'm talking about on the CDs, you know, it's a nice segue rather than just a yapping witch mouth, you know, um, <laughs> and, and it works out really well. So I'm trying to get all the CDs up there and I will, um, you know, how webmasters are. Mm-hmm. I had to like sell my soul to get the Yule one up in time. But <laughs> the rest of them will, will come up in kind. And, and That's if you had a soul, you know what I'm saying? Listen, witches are very soulful people. You are. I know it. Yeah. I'm so soulful. I, I often catch you singing Gladys Knight in the Peps. <laughs> I'm supposed to talk about that. Come on. Jeez, I made a witch's promise not to blab on you. Oh, God. Are you kidding me? Nobody keeps that promise. It's <laughs> honor. That's important. <laughs> Mahler, uh, you've written a bunch of books, too, in addition to your uh, doing those CDs. Uh, I know Haunted Hollywood, which, which I have a copy of here. And there are some others on, like, Modern Spells or something, as if, if I recollect. Matt, um, Martin Spells? What did you say? <laughs> modern, modern, dear. That's my East Coast modern. accent. Yeah. God, I'm going to have to learn a new language if I come back there. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Rhinisms. <laughs> I have two spell books actually out. Um, one is called Workplace Spells, and the other one is Everyday Spells and Magic. I mean, oh, shoot. It's Workplace Spells, Everyday Spells and Magic, and then um, Animal Spells and Magic. Ooh. Um, for, the, for the little furry ones that we love so much. Uh, so I you can cast spells animals. on little animals? <laughs> no. See, that's the biggest misconception. It's not on them. It's for them. It's to protect them. It's to keep them healthy, to keep them happy. Uh, and there's some really neat things in there about, like, choosing a pet according to their astrological sign. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, although I prefer, you know, go to the pound and pick up little babies that need homes rather mm-hmm. than, you know. That's how my mom got me. <laughs> Smart. And, um, you know, there's there's Reiki for pets in there. There's, um, I don't know if you've ever had him on the show, but Willie Windwalker, um, he's a shaman. And he did a, a chapter on animal totems, how to recognize your totems and things like that. So it's all full. And animal superstitions, which are really, really good. Um, funny animal superstitions, because most superstitions are kind of funny anyway. But. <laughs> Michelle from our chat room. Um, is asking if you could give us an example of an animal spell. Oh, you pique someone's interest. Oh, yeah. Well, because everybody loves animals. I mean, it's mm. just that simple. You know, you just can't help it. Okay, um, this is the one I usually talk about because it amused me, but it, it somehow works. Um, it's, you know, how all of our little fur people have bad habits, just like all of us. Mm-hmm. With- <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Yeah, and so I've got um, a spell in there to blow away bad habits by using a dandelion. Okay. Yeah, and, um, you know, and it's one of those things, all my spells are really easy, and you don't have to be a witchy person to do them, and you don't have to go out and, you know, buy Newt's Eye and (laughs) something like that. I mean, it's really simple. I mean, this, this dandelion spell 
is basically you just need, you know, to find a dandelion when it's all in its little fluffy stage, you know, mm-hmm. okay. and some white jasmine incense. And um, you light the incense and you hold the flower in front of you and you concentrate on the bad habit that you might want to break. Like, you know, maybe the kitty is scratching up your favorite leather chair kind of thing. And then there's um, a little incantation that you do, and I've written it down so people can do the little incantation. And after you do that, you hold the flower in your hand and you blow away the fluff. And as you watch it scatter and fly away, you envision the bad habit flying away with it as well. Mm-hmm. Can you apply okay. that to humans? <laughs> Not bad habits? Yeah, I think you can. I mean, these are multi-purpose spells. <laughs> It'll work both ways. And then... <laughs> Like I have one for fleas Oh, Uh, because everybody, you know, everybody has the flea problem. And in spell work, there's something called a binding spell and it kind of key. And it's not something you do just because you want to. It's one of those spells that you do only when you have to, Mm -hmm. but um, you bind it. So I kind of took that binding spell and switched it around just a little bit. And it's called freeze those fleas. (laughs) <laughs> they're, Sorry. They're, yeah, well, you gotta have a sense of humor. There, uh, there, there is a binding spell where you take somebody's name and you write it on a piece of paper. If you want them to just stay away from you, back off or whatever, and then you put it in a, a little jar, a little plastic container, the name written on the paper, and you put it in the freezer and freeze them and. and the freezing means it kind of binds them. It holds them. They can't move hey, around. that's a human spell one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, so now we're doing it with the fleas. You know, you, you can do it with fleas now, too? You name the fleas and put them in there? You don't name them. You can just give it a generality. and stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> so evidently this is a multi-purpose spell then. Not only works on humans, but fleas and yeah. whatever else. Sure. I could put Obama's name in there. I just thought of that. Oh, on. Oh, yeah. No, wait, no politics. I remember now. <sighs> it's a new year. No, it okay. isn't. But, you know, there's horses in there. There's the flea things. There's, you know, for, for people that have aquariums and stuff, um, for, you know, pets that are sometimes fearful during lightning or the 4th of July, you know. Oh, yeah. I got one of those. I got two of those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My wife's that way, too. <laughs> a way to, you know, there's an animal animal candle protection spell to protect them and then um, there is a spell against those people that I really dislike with a passion that abuse animals okay um, I hate to say this but we have to take a break right now I hear the beats so you are listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Miss Ann Carrigan and the humble Ron Kolick with our special guest Mala Brooks right here on Pararex Tojanet, Ghost Channel, and beyond. We'll be right back. Welcome to Tojanet, radio with a cutting edge. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more. 
all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Anne and our very special guest, Marla Brooks. If she's still here. Why wouldn't she still be here? I don't hear her. Did you scare her away? I must, she must be gone. Ron. Room and flew around the room. There she is. Oh, she's back. Just taking a little breather. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, speaking of Marla, uh, we have a clip here from... My favorite little Vala, um, oh. Vala Ventura, in a new episode of Beyond Bizarre. Dead or alive? According to the Associated Press, there was a bizarre burglary in April 2008 in Spain. A prowler broke into a funeral home and Burgessot, no one is sure exactly what the burglar intended to steal. And when neighbors alerted police, the creepy criminal tried to hide. Police, along with the funeral parlor's owner, searched the place and found him lying on a table in a glass-in viewing chamber that is used during wakes. The police said not only was he breathing, but he was also dressed shabbily, a dead giveaway in a parlor where their custom is to dress the deceased in their finest suits. A Freaky Fact from Bala Ventura's Book of the Bazaar. Oh, Varla, I haven't heard your voice for a while. What is it with you, you Varla? Marla? Marla. I don't okay. know. There must be a Darla somewhere. You know, it's that girl, that's what I can tell you. <laughs> So anyways, Jordan, yeah, whatever. Anyways, joining us now is our favorite West Coast witch, Miss Marla Brooks. And you still there? Did we lose you in the ever ever Skype them world? I think I'm still here. Okay, can you poke yourself with a stick? No, nope. <laughs> I pinched myself and it hurt. So yeah, I'm still here. Okay, that's good. So Marla is also. Not to be confused with Viola, uh, is also the host of Stir in the Cauldron on uh, Pararex, I believe, Thursday at 9 o'clock, is it? Yeah. Wow, good homework. No, I don't do homework, kid. I never did homework in school, and I'm not about to do it now. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Search, mm-hmm. <laughs> look up. I like that. <laughs> but uh, you, uh, you have this show, you've been doing it for how long? Forever. Uh, <laughs> now you sound like me. <laughs> exactly. I think we've been on the air. Well, maybe you even have a year or two on me. But, yeah, yeah for a very long time. But it's, it's, it's a fun show, and um, I learn a lot from it, from my guests, mm-hmm. as you do from yours at times. And sometimes we just kind of shake our heads and walk away. No. <laughs> like when you were on this show. Yeah. <laughs> and Whatever my, you get yep. up with, Ron. Mm-hmm. And Marla is on Para X. 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Just like that. Togi. No, not Togi. Parax. So I'm Parax. Just see somebody did not do their homework. Listening (laughs) audience. Well, I saw that she was on Parax, but I didn't track it down on Togi. Sorry. Togi's on Togi. (laughs) Just us, us, and all the moms and the rock stars. The rock star (laughs) network is on TogiNet as well. So there you go. So we, we we do have another question from our chatters chatterers, and uh, John wanted me to ask Marla about a good luck spell. Oh, it's a good one. Mm-hmm. You know, the simplest one, honestly, is using um, a four leaf clover and carry it with you. I mean, that, really? that's one of the things. Um, really? Really. I, I say this and people laugh at me, but I'm really a lazy witch. I don't go through <laughs> Through all this ceremony, I mean, okay, it's like going to church on Sunday or going to a high mass, right? Mm-hmm. The end result is ultimately the same. There's just a lot of bells and whistles that you don't have to go through, except on very important occasions. Exactly. <laughs> this is I, true. Really, I really kind of believe in simplicity and um, little amulets and things like like a four-leaf clover that you carry with you is really kind of a good thing. Um, to have around, uh, you can even a lot of people carry crystals, you yep. know, like little stones and stuff. Um, well, there were different crystals for different tasks. Oh, there's tons of them, but let me yeah. let me okay. Like, my favorite one is moonstone because that is kind of soothing and balancing and it kind of helps with the emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's always fun to have around. I mean, women particularly do really well with moonstone because it, it seems to be more of a woman's type spell, um, crystal. Evidently not enough room carry it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Then you've got howlite is great for good luck. Um, if you wear it or you carry it, um, and, and, you know, you can go into these shops and they don't always have to be pagan shops, but lots of people – Carry gemstones, you know, some of the polished little gemstones and some raw gemstones. Right. That's always really like $2 each or something. And that's all you need. So halite is really good for that. Um, I think hematite is really good because that's kind of a healing stone. Because hematite in of itself... That's a good hot stone and a grounding. Yeah. And if you scratch a hematite stone, it kind of heals itself. And that's where it gets kind of the healing... Um, thing that goes along with it because it's a self-healing stone right. it's all kind of you know a good thing to have but I mean there are like a bazillion gazillion stones for different purposes like um, emeralds are kind of good for balance healing and patience for those who are very impatient <laughs> but, you know, it's a nice birthstone to have too carnelian mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I always carry alien because it's for protection and grounding. Mm-hmm. And so just, you know, it's nothing that you have to really go digging deep for, huh? Digging deep for a stone. That was really, I'm hanging around Ron too long. Uh, <laughs> I think I have a carnelian uh, pendulum. It's, it's yeah. red, like a rust color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I do. Yeah. Rusty, yeah. I thought that was like rhododendron, though. What is it? Rhodonite or rhodo, whatever the heck it's called. Isn't that a rose-colored one? Red, reddish, reddish rose. Never mind. I don't know. I could get my book out if I had to. Yeah. No, and I just grabbed mine because I've got the whole book. I've got 
okay. senses, things like that, um, you know, how they work and stuff. So it's really pretty cool. Hmm. Very nice. It's nice to have a handy-dandy, you know, grab it quick and look fast kind of <laughs> Well, it's good. Everybody should, and be honestly, you know, everybody should have a little reference library, I believe, anyways, with, you know, certain books in it that they can, you know, if they have to have a problem, you know, they can solve it. But, mm-hmm. you know, right. when a Mala's, Mala's casting, spell casting, that's right. have that, that's a good one to have on there. A gemstone, I know that, um, oh my God, I just forgot her name. Oh, goodness. Oh, well, never mind. From North uh, Adams? Another, no, another witch from oh. um, uh, New York City. I can't remember her name. Jenny D? No, she's got a... Well, whatever. But, Sorry, I uh, can't read your mind. That's okay. <laughs> but it's good to have a reference library. Uh, you know, people laugh about books, but it, they're great to have. I, I have a, a library with all my uh, little things on it, and uh, that doesn't sound good. But anyway... <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. Dolls and your your kind of little cursing objects, do you? Hmm? <laughs> I know whose name's going to be on one of them in a minute. <laughs> oh, I got my mirrors up. Can't touch me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? I've got a witch's witch's jar. Can't hurt me. I uh, see. See, mm-hmm. I love witch bottles. Love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've even got one in my animal spells book for pets to keep your pets protected. You make a witch bottle out of that. For them. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. I mean, can we the, can we explain to our listeners who don't know what a witch bottle is what it is? Well, <laughs> uh, I know what it is, Ron, but other people might not. Yeah, Ron, come on, tell us. I'd rather not talk about that one. If if you go into the true, uh, to make it, well, it's more of a woman thing. Let's put it that way. Oh well, yeah. We use red wine now. What's that? I mean, you can use the old things that, you know, the natural things if you want, but... Yeah, natural, that's a good way of putting it. But most modern-day witches use red wine now. Oh, that's good. <laughs> there you go. So, basically, it's it's a jar that you put different things in, like uh, shards of glass and nails, uh, any stuff like that. Am I right or, or on that? Yeah, exactly. You know, broken pottery, anything, needles, yeah. anything that's sharp, and the theory is that the negative energy will be attracted to the bottle with the wine, um, and it'll get caught in there and get caught up on the sharp, so it can't come and hurt you. Mm-hmm. And then you, you, you know, you you fill the bottle with that, with the wine, with the broken objects, with the sharp things. You seal it with candle wax, and they say that you should either bury it on the farthest corner of your property, mm-hmm. or if you can't, you can bury it under your hearth if you have a fireplace. And if you can't do that, just put it up somewhere hidden in the house where nobody's going to disturb it, you know, like up in an attic or up in, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And as long as that bottle is there, it will protect you. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Very good. I'll start making mine tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think you're way beyond making that. <laughs> I have plenty of red wine. Oh, I, I didn't think you would give up your red wine. That's what I was talking mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. I I always say use the cheap one that you just wouldn't, you know, drink. In the box? <laughs> Get the box or whatever. and um, you Right, could. one that someone brought you that you know you're never going to drink in a million years. Uh-huh, that's the but, one to use. There you go. And it doesn't matter in the spell. Mm-hmm. Do they still have Bo- Boonesbury? 
Do you know someone brought me a bottle of that? Really? Uh-huh. Do you know what that is, Mala? Mala, do you know Boons, Boonesbury is? No. What? Oh, yeah, it does. It's it's a it's a wine that was back in the, the day. Yeah. Uh, Boone's Farm had one. Annie Greensprings had one. Yeah, Boone's, Boone's Farm. Yeah. It's wino wine. Wino wine, yeah. <laughs> Well, they like okay. strawberry or something wine, I think, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God, it was so bad. <laughs> yeah. And, got um, and we have a question in the chat room from Stephen Scott. Hi, Stephen. How does Marla find working for the benefit of animals differs from working for humans? Does it feel easier, and do the animals seem to accept the energy involved more readily? Yeah, I think so. I mean, the the workings with one or the other is basically the same, but animals don't have the walls up that we do. Yeah, that's right. They don't have the prejudices. They don't have the negativity. I mean, you know, animals are just purely kind souls. I mean, every so often there's, you know, a little meaner one. But <laughs> so, yeah, it is easier probably, and they are willing, more acceptive. I mean, a lot of the spells like... Um, I use hematite in one of the spells, you know, in case, you know, sometimes dogs will jump up and down or something and kind of hurt their hip or something, you know, nothing major. I mean, I never, never do anything after, I mean, vet first, always vet first. <laughs> this is something that'll help. And you take the hematite in your hand and you rub it on the dog or the cat. Now, you know, they respond to the touch and everything. So they're really open to that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, if you try to rub hematite on a person who's not feeling well, they might kind of snap your head off or something. But, <laughs> um, yeah, animals are probably easier to work with because they are so pure. They're not, they're, they're not. Oh, what you see is what you get. They don't have, like you said, they don't have barriers. They don't have things to get in the way. They don't have dogma. They they just kind of dogma. <laughs> that was cute. Catma dogma. Uh, <laughs> they're just pure. Well, they're like little children. They don't have the walls and the barriers, so they're easier to work with. Yeah. Okay. But you can tell the different energy, though, right? I mean, if you, for instance, you can do Reiki. I don't. I, I, I don't, do you do Reiki? I'm not sure, Mala. I can't remember offhand. Are you a Reiki person? I'm a Reiki person, yes. Okay. I'm very- so if you do Reiki on an animal, it feels different than if you do Reiki on, like, a human. You know, it's no. more... Sometimes when you do it on a human, there is a little bit of... of I don't want to say stress, because that's not the word. But um, you you try so hard because you really, really want this to work and then you worry about sometimes the person isn't going to accept it as easily. It seems like when you do Reiki on an animal, um, they just pick it up. You know, it just flows out of you and into them without right. any, It's easier, basically. Without any effort, pretty much. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. absolutely right. Yeah. So, anyway, I wish I could remember that name now. It's driving me up a freaking wall. <laughs> Sorry, can't help you out there. Oh, God, she's going to hate me for it, too. <laughs> she's written like a dozen books. She's from New York City. She's a witch. Yaddy, yaddy. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, anyway, anyway, Scott says he gives the animals shih tzu. Shiatsu. What the hell is that? It's- 
Japanese um, healing kind of method. Massage, yeah. shiatsu massages, I think, if I'm not crazy. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's, they respond so much to just a little bit of attention and the touch. And I really think that animals are so much more sensitive that you can look at one across the room and, and almost feel the, the energy between you two, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you look at a person in the eye and sometimes you just see nothing. But with an animal, if you look into their eyes, you always see their souls. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's okay. It's true. All right. Yeah, but the, the interesting thing is, is um, I think animals, you can... You can feel their emotions clearer, like you say, than it's similar to looking in their eyes. You feel their emotions clearer than a human emotion. And the best thing is you're always feeling unconditional love. That's right. You know, oh. and that, mm-hmm. that's a blessing because mm-hmm. you don't have to bend over backwards or do cartwheels. You just need to be there for them. <laughs> they just need you to come home and say, hi, how are you doing? Pat their head. Yeah. You know, they just <laughs> need you to be there. Except for, unless you're a cat, then you could kill us. Oh, it's like, oh. where you been? About time you got home. <laughs> How about feeding me? You know, I've been here all day. Where the hell have you been? <laughs> Steven yeah. says uh, shiatsu is like acupuncture, but using pressure rather oh. than needles. Okay, that's... Oh, that's I get the point. Oh, I don't get the point, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. No, Anyways, I, yes, yeah. go ahead. I have a question about um, Marla's book, The Workplace Spells. Uh-huh. Ooh, that's you, you like that one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have a very big workplace anymore. I just I just work with one other guy, and it's not it's not my workplace. But I know a lot of people have so many issues yeah. in the workplace that it's just crazy. So this book, I mean, uh, so again, is this <laughs> you put spells on your coworkers, or <laughs> or or do you just put you know? apply protection spells to yourself. <laughs> well, there's all kinds of things. I mean, there's... It's a thing you know, called karma. Remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, you know, you can ban... There's a spell to, like, ban, banish obstacles in the workplace, for example. You know, there's a spell that deals with office gossip, which everybody, you know, goes through. Um, for small businesses, there's uh, spells to attract customers. Um, if you want to raise, there's that. And and I've got one. I love this, but you have to be a little bit sneaky to do it. But you make up a batch of Harmony powder, mm-hmm. and I've got the recipe in there. And then you kind of get to work a little bit early before everybody gets there. <laughs> you, you just kind of sprinkle it around the office. Mm-hmm. That kind of helps with the Harmony. I've even got one called Hold Thy Tongue. Yeah. Which is, you know how sometimes you really want to say something and you really shouldn't. So mm. I need that. There's, there's, a little Rodney, uh, the bag of that, yeah. Temptation that you have to go through your head, you know, and, and do that. It's like, it's a pagan counting to ten, in a sense. <laughs> Whatever. It covers all aspects. I mean, I've got stuff like safe travel, you know, because people travel um, a lot for business. Or the night before you have to make a presentation or something, there's a nice little sleep spell in there, how you can get a good night's sleep so you can wake up. Refresh. There's also a spell in there if you're um, chronically late for work. Oops. Uh, <laughs> you know, 
if you're stuck in traffic, there's a traffic jam chant. I mean, I think I covered pretty much all aspects of um, work-related issues, you know, from getting a job to getting a raise to, um, you know, success or being afraid to get up, speak in front of a crowd kind of thing. And, and then there's one called Seeking the Truth, um, if Uh-oh. you know the stuff's going on behind your back. Mm, yeah. Uh that out and one for sending negativity back because there's always going to be that one person in the office that just drives you crazy and just keeps throwing darts at you all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's very well encompassing all the issues that you can deal with in the workplace and um, there's an all-purpose spell in there that you can kind of form and create your own mm-hmm. as well if need be and of course you know all the there, there aren't any negative spells in here because I just don't do that kind of magic. Mm-hmm. Right. The only time I will ever cross the line is is if somebody is harming an animal, you know, abuse, that kind of thing, and, and for people too. You know, I mean, honestly, I like to end for people too. Mm-hmm. I know where your heart lies. Animals first and then people. <laughs> well. But, you know, you just sometimes, if if... I don't care if you're the whitest witch in the world and live in the brightest light in the world. If somebody is doing some harm to somebody that you love, whether it's physical or mental, you know, any kind of abusiveness, you are going to do a spell to try and stop that. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, but but those things fortunately don't happen very often. Mostly everything is just very common sense thing, very much everyday things um, and and things that, you know, they always say never do magic until you've kind of exhausted all the mundane ways of doing it. Yep. We actually we actually had a couple of comments I thought from the uh, chat room. One of them says, uh, "Is there a getting no red light spell?" And actually, um, when I took Reiki, uh, they talked about how you can use Reiki to uh, do that to uh, get the lights to turn for you and stuff. <laughs> Seriously, and and I've used it. I kind of like it, you know, with the use the force, use the force. But it's very similar. I, I've gone on. I mean, I remember coming back from Gettysburg with uh, Laura Worcester and I, and and we went to the lights and uh, ran into traffic, and we would we would do that. We would use our little bit of Reiki and uh, to go sailing through. It was it was kind of neat stuff. So, hey, is there scientific evidence? No, not really. And then I see Michelle. I, I love Michelle's comedy. It says, I need a, everyone here is a moron spell, and uh, please keep me from killing them. Yeah. <laughs> Probably under a different heading. Yeah. <laughs> I must be really fortunate because I don't need any of these spells, I swear. <laughs> you work with one person. I know, but in the past I've worked with more than one person, oh. but I've never had that like that toxic work environment that so right. many people seem to have. Well, you were just blonde. You just didn't realize it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's right. That's what I figured anyways. But anyways. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah I remember having a discussion model with um, Christian Day, and we talked about witches, and uh, he's not afraid to use uh, go to the dark side, let's put it that way, because he, he considers that the witch as like the godfather of the village. When somebody wronged you, you went to them, and they would correct the wrong. I've had Christian on my show several times, and we've talked about that. And, you know, it, it does make sense in some ways. I 
I'm not a lazy witch. I'm a coward, and I believe in the rule of three, you know, the law of three, that what you do comes back to you three times, good or bad. Mm-hmm. I always say we have enough trouble in this world that we can't foresee and have to deal with. So I'm not going to try and make any more for myself if I can help it. <laughs> I disagree with Christian. I don't. Um, because I understand where he's coming from on that. And yeah. that's Sometimes we have to cross the line for whatever reason. And it's up to your own personal beliefs. Once again, I think that's what it really gets down to. Exactly. You know, I I, I don't believe in putting out a lot of negativity because I figure that's a waste of energy. I'd rather be doing something positive than something negative. That's true. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You're right. Very deep, isn't it? <laughs> The other side of Van Helsing. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't want to see the other side. Oh. Is there, that, what is that? What is that? What's what? What is that noise? What noise? Uh-huh. Did you hear that noise? Please it's not on my line. Witch doll that's cackling there in the background. Oh, okay. <laughs> But that's, you know, mm. <laughs> whatever. I could have so, imagined. I thought maybe it was the elf on a shelf or something that, you know, everybody has these days. But It's always good to have an wait, elf. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Elf on the shelf, what is that? Elf on a shelf is it's like a little elf, and every day he moves every night while everybody's sleeping. I, I personally think he's going to wake up and kill us all some night, but anyway... I think he is, but that's another story. Yeah, go ahead. It's, the elf is always watching. It's like he's like Santa's little helper. It's a new. It's kind of a new tradition. You know what? I mean, I had never heard of that I had before neither. this year. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my wife, uh, my niece has two little babies, so she goes over every so often to help them, uh, you know, get ready for, for school and stuff. In the morning, and last week, uh, one of the little girls uh, was talking about the elf, and the elf was in the bathroom and asked uh, Janet to take the elf down. And when she did, like, all the two little girls started crying and everything else. She set him up, basically set Jan up. Now, we had never heard of this, and then you actually knew about it all this time. Oh, that's kind of cool. I so, did. Yeah, I it was a big, big crisis because all the little girls would cry, and Janet felt like crap. and. <laughs> Because she moved a little elf. And... <laughs> but that's a new tradition. You're going to have to put that in your CD, uh, um, Mala. I know. I'm going to have to do, you know, neo-pagan stuff. Elf on the shelf. <laughs> yeah. Well, elves got to go back to Yule time. I mean, forest spirits or sprites or whatever they were. Yeah, Father Christmas. Yeah, it it, it all goes back there, yes. Well, the first St. Saint, Saint Nicholas was actually a Christian, you know that, right? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we okay. have, like, the Oak King and the Holly King. And... Yeah, we have the Holly King, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And... I, I've seen him on the uh, CMA Awards. <laughs> <laughs> and Ron. Like dualities, they're, you know, one and the same, but they're like twins, and one rules from spring to winter, and one, ring, one rules from winter to spring, and they have this fight. Every six months, you know, about who's taking over, and then they just go away and lick their wounds, and then they come back. Um, but, you know, every culture has good and bad. Every culture has dark and light, right. whether, you know, it, it's Father Christmas or whether it's the devil or, or whatever. Everybody's got that. Mm-hmm. So, Amal or Ron or whatever. 
<laughs> Ron, you heard our pizza from the dead, right? Oh, pizza's here, so we have to uh, end it, Mahler. Uh, first of all, we would you like to give out your website? So if somebody would like to uh, either purchase a CD or, or check you out and see how good-looking chick you are, then where could they go? <laughs> it's easy. It's MarlaBrooks.com. And that's M A R L A B R O O K S. There you go. So, Mala, thank you so much. It's always fun being with you. And thank you. One of these days, we will meet in person. I have, <laughs> I have put that out to the universe, and it will happen. The world will wobble. People will think it's the end of the world, but it'll only be momentarily. It'll settle down then. <laughs> so, Mala, thank you so much, and have a merry Christmas, happy Yule, or whatever. Happy you Yule. Would. Yep. Blessings to all of you guys, too. Thank yeah. you. So, from uh, Mar... What's her name? Uh, <laughs> good night and God bless. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. From ghoulies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.